We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Microsoft Teams is helping a bicycle company reinvent the way that they work. We make bicycles for everyday riders. Once the pandemic hit, we started doing virtual visits. All of a sudden, we could open up our showroom to customers around the world. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash Teams. They're going to kill the love of my life. Daisy! If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck. Bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain, for love. Collide, in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Welcome back to the Rotowire DFS podcast brought to you by FanDuel.com, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. I'm your host, Josh Hayes, joined by Benny Ricciardi as we break down the Tuesday NBA DFS slate. You can find Benny on Twitter at BennyR11 and over at RotoCurve, Rotowire, among other places. And you can check me out on Twitter at JoshHayesFS. The Rotowire DFS podcast is available on iTunes and Stitcher, so don't get don't forget to uh, rate, review us, and don't forget to uh, let your, all your friends know that you can share and subscribe. Benny, welcome to another loaded slate for Tuesday in the NBA. Yeah, you know, it's kind of kind of a joke. We only got four games here. I think Charlotte's in a good spot against Brooklyn. You know, Brooklyn actually might be able to score some points, too, because Charlotte's been playing some high total games lately. Yep. We got Miami against New Orleans. I think that's a good spot for Miami. They're going to be paced up. Bad spot for New Orleans, who's banged up, has everybody on the team that can actually score, except for Drew Holiday Hurt. And, uh, you know, Miami's actually been playing pretty decently lately. Houston OKC should probably be the game that a lot of people are targeting. Should see a ton of points there. OKC tends to play very high-scoring games. So does Houston. Houston plays no defense. OKC plays a little bit. OKC is at home, though, so they should probably win that. But, you know, we could see some big stat lines in that game. And then we have Memphis and the Lakers, which is a good spot for Memphis, bad spot for the Lakers. Memphis has actually been playing 
you know, some lower scoring games, mostly because they can't score. And, you know, the Lakers uh, will be paced down a little bit. Memphis will be paced up a little bit. So that's really the rundown of every game on the slate. Since we only have four, I figured I'd kill some time and give that to you. Yeah, uh, I hear you there overall. So uh, for me, I think there's a couple different things that you can do, um, starting with the point guard position here. Overall, Russell Westbrook is going to be an absolute uh, monster of a spot. I know Patrick Beverly plays good defense, but we expect this to be one of the better totals on the board. So I'll be uh, there with Russell Westbrook. I'm I'm actually fine uh, with you know Beverly as my cash uh, pairing. Uh, there as well as for for salary balances. I love Kemba Walker, um, as you mentioned, Charlotte being in a, in a really good spot uh, overall. And I wouldn't even mind, um, you know, taking a little bit of a, a DFS flyer on uh, a couple of the, um, you know, the, the situation here with, uh, you know, Briante Weber or, um, or uh, in that spot against the LA Lakers and DeAndre Russell. And I'm fine with DeAndre Russell on that side there as well. Um, probably would prefer DeAndre Russell over uh, between the two. I just wish that they weren't doing the stupid thing, which is cutting him down to the low twenties in minutes. Um, you know, because it is such a good spot with them playing, you know, third and fourth string point cards overall. So I would probably limit my exposure to GPPs because of that nonsense, you know, with them ping- bouncing the ping pong balls. But other than that, it's supposed to set up for a pretty good um, uh, spot overall. Um, how about you uh, at the at the point guard position here? I know I know I've sort of covered the board here overall. I just wanted to get yeah, I mean, there's not a ton of options, but. I, li- I like the Westbrook and Walker. I think they're both in good spots. They're going to be the chalk, which means that Drew Holiday is probably the guy I'll look at in tournaments to try to be a little bit different. He's going up against Miami, not really a good uh, situation, but think about it. There were really only two guys on that team that were taking shots. It was Anth- or actually three. It was Anthony Davis, Ryan Anderson, and, and Drew Holiday. So you know Davis is gone for the year. We don't know if Ryan Anderson's injury is something that's going to keep him out another game or so. You're going to get a lot of shots out of Drew Holiday. So for a tournament, I think I'd be okay with him. But I think Kemba and and Westbrook are the guys that are are the safer plays for cash. Now, down at the bottom end, I actually like Ray McCollum a little more. Uh, Ray McCollum and Tim Frazier are two guys who I'm looking at down there. They're both basically mid-price right now. McCollum's starting to see more minutes at the you know, basically, you know, taking minutes from Briante Walker. So I think I like him a little bit more if I was using anybody on Memphis. Again, good good spot for them against the L.A. Lakers. And then Tim Frazier's actually been seeing a decent amount of time at the point guard spot for New Orleans right now, especially with them having such a thin backcourt. And now they have a thin frontcourt too. So there are just minutes and shots opened up all over there. He's a guy that can get you a lot of assists and wind up with like 25 fantasy points for you. I don't think he has a big upside, but for min price, he's another guy that I think can do enough to at least get you a decent score there. Yeah. Uh, so for me overall, I think that we've pretty narrowed down on, on what you can do overall on the slate. If you wanted to go with Drogic uh, on the road at New Orleans, I guess I would be okay um, with that overall. But I think that we can just make a case for some some better overall production that you can you can do and, and spend up at that position. We also need to talk about whether or not you're spending up uh, at the shooting guard position. I think it's he's obviously the top play, but then if you go that slate, you're sort of narrowing it down to value plays across the board at small forward, power forward, at center. Uh, for this slate here. So let's talk about what you want to do with the two. Yeah, no, I'm not paying up for James Harden in this matchup at all. He has an ankle injury. He's actually even questionable for this game. Even if he plays, I don't know if he's going to be 100%. And he hasn't been playing all that great anyway. So I think I'd rather go down and save. See, the problem that you have is, you know, 
Lance Stevenson at 7K is no longer a value for me. I would rather play Dwayne Wade, who's probably the same price or cheaper in that matchup. I do really like Lou Williams if Kobe Bryant sits out again. Uh, He put up a big game the other night. I think he had like 30 actual real-life points and like 42 Fandu points or something like that. So Lou Williams against Memphis I'd be willing to go up against. Uh, Let's see, anybody, and there's really nobody else down there below. You know, I'd probably wind up on like Dwayne Wade in New Orleans there. Or, or Lou Williams is the only viable cheap option that I really want to spend on. I mean, there's not there's not much else. I don't really love Clarkson. I don't love Tony Allen. You know, you might actually be forced to play James Harden just because there really isn't much else down there. But I'm telling you, I really think he's going to have a bad game. So I'd rather go down to like a Wade or Stevenson if I had to. And then uh, use a guy like Lou Williams for the price savings. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, you know what, Wade to me is probably the second guy who makes the most sense um, in this spot. But you know what, uh, James Harden to me, I, I'm actually probably going to pair the two, uh, believe it or not, because you take a look at the slate, and I'm not just underwhelmed by what you can do overall at the remaining positions. Although I do want some exposure to Ryan Anderson, but I think there might be a way to squeeze the, the top two plays and, and Westbrook and Harden, make room for Ryan Anderson, and then still scrape the bottom of the barrel here, at, starting with a small forward position. So we might as well talk about that there. I don't really love anything below that, to be honest with you. Every, everywhere else that you take a flyer on, Jeremy Lin, Lou Williams, and all that, you really are um, sort of, you know, putting yourself in, in home run hitter territory, and I don't necessarily want to do that, at least for cash games. Uh, so uh, we'll, let's go ahead and move on to small forward position, but before we do that, have to let all the pod listeners know that rotowire.com still got the free 10-day trial going on. Got lineup optimizers for all the major sports. Up, you want to get ready uh, for all the information for DFS. We've got a complete toolkit uh, ready for Major League Baseball to get you primed and ready, uh, so you can take advantage of that inside information. We've got up to the minute depth charts, customizable league projections, draft kits for all the major sports as well, including fancy baseball. So if you want to get ready, or you want to. Um, you get your information that you need down the stretch for the NBA. We've got you covered on the 10-day free trial, rotowire.com slash pod. All right, small forward up. Let's go ahead and talk about what you want to do here, the three. Yeah, I think there are two guys I've been willing to pay up for and two guys who are amazing value plays to me. And I think those are the only four guys that are even worth discussing. If you want to pay up for Kevin Durant against Houston, high-paced matchup, Houston horrible against the small forward spot, So many things going in his favor. I definitely am not going to tell anybody not to do that. If you want to pay up for Nick Batum going up against the Brooklyn Nets, who really don't have anybody on the wings right now, you know, Markel Brown and, you know, Bojan Bogdanovic are not defensive players by any stretch of the imagination. I think Batum's in a pretty good spot. And then you got the two cheap guys. One of them is Bojan, who, again, I don't love him on the defensive end, but offensively he's playing a lot of minutes and he's scoring a decent amount of points, and he's still pretty cheap. Now, I don't know what his price is going to jump to. It's gone from 4000 up to 5200 in only four games, but those are the four games where he put up 22, 53, 38, and 26 fantasy points. So at 5200 he's still giving you at least 5X, um, you know, at his last game of 26, and he gave you 8X and 13X in the two games before that. So as long as he's going to be playing 33, 35 minutes and putting up as many shots as he has, I mean, 27, 17, 16 shot attempts in the last three games, you know, that's that's way too cheap for him. And then even Michael Beasley, you know, Beasley was playing over in China. He was like the player of the year in the Chinese league or something like that. Comes back over here. He's got 8X, 8X, 7X, 6X, almost 9X in, you know, five of the seven games that he's played since he's come over. 
He's now up to playing about 25 to 28 minutes a game, and he's given you somewhere between 25 and 30 fantasy points. And you're still able to get him as of last game at only 4,100. So I think everybody knows who the guys that you want to use at small forward are. The question is, you know, is it worth it to pay up for a Durant or a Batum who are in good spots against Houston and Brooklyn when you can get a Beasley and a Bogdanovich for, like, so much cheaper and save so much money there? And, you know, basically still get 35 to 40 fantasy points and probably the highest, you know, do you want the two guys that are going to be the probable highest scorers at the position or the two guys who are going to give you the most points per dollar is really what you got to, you know, kind of ask yourself here today at small forward. Yeah, I'm actually okay with, I, uh, first of all, obviously Durant and Batum are, are great calls. Depends on what you did at the, at the one and the two as we discussed overall. So um, for me, Boyan uh, Bojanovic, I'm fine with. Um, uh, Joe Johnson, oh, I'm also fine with on the road at New Orleans. His price tag is still fairly reasonable there as well. Uh, I think the last game that he had in price at, what, uh, 5400 and, you know, had, had hit five times value in, what, four of the, uh, the past five games at all above 5K. So he's super reliable, and we're, we're talking about nobody that we cared about defensively, Quincy Pondexter and company or whoever it is, um, you know, for, for New Orleans. No one's scared. Nobody cares about Alonzo G. So those those plays are all going to be interesting to me. So, yeah, I love BC, I love Bogey, and I love JJ down below. And I'll, that's how I'm going to be setting up my roster, um, provided I, I went up, to, up top and paid at the point guard position, at the shooting guard position. If I didn't, then... All fine going with KD. I would probably, for value overall, I would prefer um, Batum 1, KD 2. All right, Power Forward is up next here. Let's go ahead and talk about Ryan Anderson, who's, I think, the top top uh, option. We've got Zebo back on the slate on the back-to-back. And then a couple other interesting options below that. Marvin Williams has been super reliable. And then there's a couple other, you know, we get into sketch towards territory once we go a little bit uh, below him. So uh, how do you have this playing out? Yeah, I mean, if Ryan Anderson's playing and his price doesn't get jacked up to, like, 8K, you know, I think he's going to be a guy that a lot of people put in their rosters. It's not a great matchup against Miami. He'll probably draw some Luau Dang defense, at least to start, because Miami's been going with Dang playing kind of like the four. Joe Johnson at the three with Wade and Drogic, and then, you know, starting Stoudemire and going to Whiteside, uh, you know, midway through the first quarter. So I do think Ryan Anderson will be chalk. I also like Zach Randolph going up against the L.A. Lakers, though. If Zebo's back, you know, I mean, he came back the other night, threw up a monster game in his first game back. So I think he's feeling pretty good. I think he's going to be a real popular option. And then I go down to Marvin Williams again. I know it's not the easiest matchup, probably the toughest matchup on the Nets with him going up against Thad, uh, Thad Young. But he's just been so good lately. I mean, he's cheap. And he's been hitting his threes. He's been grabbing some rebounds. He's been playing some good minutes. And Charlotte's just been putting up so many points lately. And I think they have a good spot and a good chance to put up a lot more points against Brooklyn here, who's not all that great at the moment. Yeah, he's been putting up some pretty good numbers lately. He stands in the corner and he hits those three-point shots. And he's also been racking up some rebounds. So he's another guy who I think I would look at for, for price savings. But as far as cash games go, I don't feel comfortable going anywhere below that, to be honest with you. The only other guy I'd even give a look to is Luau Dang in tournaments because I just think with his price point, he's going to be really low-owned. And in a pretty good matchup that he has there, I think he could be a guy that you know gets some rebounds and scores some points and puts up a decent fantasy number for you. Yeah, I agree with you there as well. I'm going to draw the line at Marvin Williams. I'm not even going to mess with Luol Deng, even though it's a plus matchup. And then just, you know, Ryan Anderson I want exposure to, provided his, his price doesn't get elevated too much. 
uh, Zebo against LA and uh, Marv Williams are going to be my three keys that I'm going to be uh, locking in on here overall. Uh, something business owners should be locking in on whether or not they have a website here is how to get some exposure to it with uh, do-it-yourself system here at Wix.com. So no matter what business you're in, Wix.com has something for you. Used by more than 75 million people worldwide, Wix makes it easy to get your website live today. You need to get the word out about your business. It all starts with a stunning website. So with hundreds of designer-made customizable templates to choose from, the drag-and-drop editor, there's no coding needed. You don't need to be a programmer or designer to create something beautiful. You can do it yourself with Wix.com. Wix.com empowers business owners to create their own professional websites each and every day so when you're running your own business you're bound to be busy too busy to worry about the budgets the scheduling appointments or too busy to build a website for your business and because you're too busy it has to be easy and that's where wix.com comes in with wix.com it's easy and free go to wix.com to create your own websites today the results will be stunning all right center position is up let's go ahead and wrap up the show here with what you got here at the five yeah i'm having a tough time deciding between Hassan Whiteside and Dwight Howard, and it's mostly because of the price difference. You know, they're both putting up about 40 fantasy points a game. Whiteside has a very good matchup against the New Orleans Pelicans, one of the best matchups in the league. You know, he's been pretty dominant at the center position, putting up about 35 to 45 fantasy points a game. But that's basically the same range that Dwight Howard's been in, and he's going to be in a high-scoring game against OKC. And the thing about Howard is he's been like 74, 7,500, Whiteside's been almost like 84, 8,500. So you're getting about a $1,000 discount if you decide to use Dwight Howard instead of using Hassan Whiteside. So those are the two guys I think that I'm willing to spend up on. If I need to save here, you know, you might think I'm crazy, but with all the injuries and everything that's been going on in New Orleans, Omera Seek had a pretty big game last time out. He had double digit points, double digit rebounds, got you a double double. You know, he's like minimum price over here. So if he stays pretty cheap, he might be a guy that I'm willing to take a flyer on. But honestly, I'm going to try to make sure I have the money to spend up and um, you know, probably take Howard over Whiteside for the savings. Yeah, I think Whiteside, if you can afford him, is obviously a, a, a must-play against Omer Sheik. Uh, he's in a really good spot. Dwight Howard, for for sure, you can target there as well. Brolo's in a good spot. You're going to need to pay up for him as well against Charlotte. We know that you know Cody Zeller defense and Al Jefferson combo is not something great. I mean, he's the other thing too is Brolo. Might, people might be off of him, and you might even get a bigger discount because he fell down from 8,700 to 8K after having an ugly performance against Chicago, where he only played. Uh, 31 minutes and scored nine points three rebounds so he clearly wasn't himself he's been suffering from a virus so if the price drops enough i might be interested there as well and i'm okay with enos Cantor too coming off the bench as well against houston uh, uh a guy who's you know you only need about 28 fancy points to pay off uh 5x and he's done that there and actually scored 20 or more in what's what looks like five of the past six games six five of the past six yes uh and seven of the past nine so it's a very strong production overall and double doubled in what one two three five over the past eight as well so doing some major damage and playing 22 plus minutes off the bench somebody you can use for a, for a cheaper guy if you don't have the money to pay up for howard rollo or Whiteside. and i'm really going to draw the line there if you want to go with a chic i i'm okay with that i'm not personally going to do it because son Whiteside is is a staunch defender and everybody else below that you'll never get me to play roy hibbert unless you want to you know, pay for my lineup for me because you're a member of his family or something else like that. That's just never going to happen for me. You know, he really wasn't that bad last year. Like, he was a decent fantasy option last year. There were times when I used him. But this year, he's just, like, falling off. Yeah, he's falling off the face of the earth this season. He's gone full full check-stealer mode. So, yes. 
um, I'm definitely with you there as well. So that's going to wrap it up for the Roto IDFS podcast for today. Uh, don't forget to check out Benny on t- Twitter at BennyR11. Check me out on Twitter at JoshHayesFS. And it's uh, at RotoWire and RotoWire.com for all your season long and DFS fantasy needs. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain for love. Collide in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13.